Hello everybody and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your host, your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, founder of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, uh, principal in For the Children Academy Foundation, and owner of the Apartment Lady LLC. So, thank you guys for listening. I'm so excited. Last episode had more listeners than ever. Um, I'm really excited about that. Okay, so our show is titled, uh, My Landlord Raises My Rent Every Time I Ask Them to Fix Anything. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. That question is coming out of Quora. Um, my eviction space, you know, I have two spaces on Cora, but this message is coming, this answer or question is coming out of the eviction space, eviction without an S, and you can go to the space, follow it, subscribe to it, and read all of the answers that um, was available. However, I also want to do some housing news, and I have an article that's talking about um, families being evicted out of um, a subsidized complex in South Carolina. But before I get started, I'm going to start with my prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, and wisdom in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even up into this very second. Father, you said if I put my plans before you, you would establish them. You said if I seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, that all these plans will be added unto me. Father, I plan on giving out valuable information. I plan on meeting the listeners where they are. I'm always asking for rentals, apartments, um, units available so that I can help the members of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you guys. Um, all right, so I'm going to start with this story. This story is coming from the Post and Carrier, um, and it's out of uh, South Carolina. And so basically, it's at least 50 working families evicted from affordable housing complex on Hilton Head. Okay. And so then it goes on to say the loss of affordable housing on the island is not yet, um, is not new. For more than a decade, service and entry-level workers have found themselves with fewer options that fit their budgets as long-term rentals have been sold and converted to short-term rentals. But the scale and scope of the eviction notices on the doors at Chimney Cove last week sent out shocked sent out shockwaves across the Hilton across Hilton Head. About 300 people across 52 housing units will be displaced some as soon as September 12th. Their rentals are um, their rents are among the most affordable on the island although the monthly rate has gone from about $800 three years ago to as much as $1,500 today. New owners plan to tear down the buildings. Um, for both displaced residents, those who seek to help them, and those who seek to help them, the situation fits a definition. the definition of a crisis. Chimney Cole families um, will lose not only their housing, but also their proximity to jobs, schools, and informal 
childcare. Onlookers say the island's lack of investment in workforce housing and diverse communities has finally reached a critical point. Okay, so you guys, you have to understand. Um, last week I talked, I did a story um, talking about, you know, the market rate um, has risen as much as 40% and, you know, across the United States. And so this right here um, is from South Carolina and it just touches on everything that, you know, I've been telling you guys. The thing is, the market rate had already outpriced minimum wage workers and some middle-class families have been outpriced with the market rent, especially in some states, right? Well, now um, they're saying, they're reporting that, you know, about 50 families are going to be evicted, you know, as soon as September 12th. Now, today is September 9th. So these families are going to be evicted because the market rent has risen. I mean, they said that it was originally about uh, $800 for affordable housing, but now it's uh, risen as much as $1,500. That's over 90%, you guys, okay? This is a problem, all right? Um, And so they go on to say that, uh, let's see, the mayor uh, didn't attend any meetings, but he issued a statement Um, He said that the town had been monitoring the situation and taking steps to address the need for affordable housing. Officials are not identifying developers with whom to partner on the affordable housing initiatives, right? Um, The thing is, okay, so these are minimum wage workers, uh, but they are working families. And I always say that every taxpayer deserves some type of, some form of affordable housing. Because, I mean, think about it. The laborers and the minimum wage workers, they do the jobs that people don't want to do. And so if they make all of these families homeless, then who's going to do those jobs, right? Who's going to service those people? And so then what's going to happen? The minimum wage um, will have to increase, in order for people to afford housing because how are they going to get workers? How are the companies going to get the workers uh, to work if they don't have a place to stay? So this is happening all across the United States. Don't get me wrong. Um, I brought up this workforce development situation because they're hand in hand. If a person don't have a place to stay, then... How, how can they go to work? And what, I mean, most of the minimum wage jobs are the fast food industries, the retail industries, uh, the hotel industries, right? Uh, any labor workers as far as, um, um, as far as the uh, factory workers and so forth. Come on. They can't. I mean, it can happen. It, it just can't happen. The workforce workforce development um, that's going to suffer if they continue to 
allow these rent prices to raise. Now, I know that nobody likes to hear the word rent control, right? Because the federal government control everything, okay? I mean, everything. How much you pay to eat, how much you pay to drink, how much you pay to live for the most part, right? Um, your parking tickets, your insurance costs. I mean, I mean, the federal government really, literally control everything, right? And so it's up to them um, to... Make sure that certain neighborhoods have certain resources. And you know that that, <laughs> that, yeah, that type of control is something else. That's another episode. However, so landlords and, you know, uh, real estate professionals or some uh, investors, they don't want the government to control their rental prices because... Even though being a landlord is not considered a small business, right? It is their their way to make a profit. Is some of them their ways to live? So it really is a business, and the the government controls the taxes and everything else. Um, that's probably why the landlords didn't. I I want to say move or try to make it so that um, being a landlord or owning rental property become a business because then it, it keeps them out of certain tax brackets. So then if rent control is enforced across the United States, then obviously the, those properties, those rental properties would have to be considered um, some type, some form of a business so that the government can actually track all of the rental prices um, for that rent control thing. Now, the, 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 the messed up part about that is no one really knows what rent control means. I mean, New York, you know, had a form of rent control, but then that was where the landlords uh, couldn't raise the rent. And a lot of, you know, the families, they took advantage of that. I mean, they didn't just give up a property. They moved, you know, um, generations of people into that property to keep, you know, that price. But that's not what I consider rent control. And I'll do another, um, I'll do a whole episode just about what a good form of rent control can look like. I'm sure a lot of landlords and investors, they really want to hear that episode because they want to try to figure out how to fight it or try to see if it's going to make sense. But how can we remedy what's happening right now? Uh, Post-pandemic, we're trying to get the economy, the economy, the economy back together. But if people aren't going to go to work because they're homeless, then that poses another problem. So I know that some situ- um, some solutions are going to come out of this, but I'm just going to um, be checking on how or what those solutions are going to look like, okay? All right, um, this story, like I said, is coming from the Post and uh, Carrier. 
Um, and I will put a link to that story in the description so that you can read the story for yourself. All right. So our question, which is the name of our episode, like I said, it's coming from the eviction space on Cora, my eviction space on Cora. And so it starts out with my landlord raised my rent every time I have them fix anything. Is this legal? Um, one of my moderators, uh, JM, uh, works at landlord 2002 to present. So basically he is a landlord. He is one of my moderators for the eviction space. And I appreciate him so much because he's very, you know, unbiased when it comes to tenants and landlords to give out real information. And so he answered the question. The question is, my landlord raises my rent every time I have them fix anything. Is this legal? He said, without a lease or rent control, you know, I just talked about that. A landlord could raise the rent anytime they want to with proper notice. But I suspect there was another um, actual reason. I had a tenant that I forced, that I felt forced to do the same thing with. Although my circumstances might be slightly different, question mark, my former tenant kept bugging me literally at a minimum notice of once every single week and sometimes three times or more to fix little stupid things. Most of which was not even required by me things like replacing the light bulbs once they i mean and they he said once they were not even bad she just wanted softer light bulbs repair a scuff mark on the wall new doorknobs because the older ones didn't shine like the new ones anymore etc i tried to explain to her nicely that more than 90% of her requests were not considered covered by our now expired lease agreement. And uh, let me see. And this, and that is a business and you guys I'm reading and that is a business. And like any other business, my time is valuable as well. Um, okay, and so, sorry, he said, and that this is a business, and like any other business, my time is valuable as well, and I can't uh, be at her beck and call 24-7 for trivial nonsense. She even called me at 11.30 p.m. one night, wanted me to come over right away and then fix her uh, a drip in her kitchen faucet that literally dripped for about um, a drip, about one drop per minute, right in the sink. Not saying you're being a Karen like <laughs> the person I had, just saying he might think of you as being that way and is trying to get your attention. So basically, you guys, and I know it was kind of like disjointed how I read this, but um, JM is saying maybe, you know, the tenant is um, asking to have trivial things fixed all the time, like changing a light bulb. It's not the landlord's responsibility to change a light bulb. And don't get me wrong, um, if you have 10 feet ceilings and things like that, I'm sure the landlord will want to change the light bulbs uh, because they don't want, you know, their fixtures messed up or whatever, and you might need a ladder to do it or things like that. But you can't 
call the landlord and say, I want softer light bulbs, change them. I mean, come on. You can't call the landlord and say, "Um, there's a scuff mark on my wall, fix it. Like, literally. You have some responsibilities. When you get into a lease, there are some responsibilities that you have to take care of. The landlord is responsible for major things. Plumbing, you know, um, holes in the wall. And obviously, you're responsible for the damages if you do the holes in the walls. Broken doorknobs, not because your doorknob don't shine anymore. So yeah, a landlord would try to, I mean, would try to force you out of a situation if, you know, you're bugging them like that. Okay. So then we'll read another answer. There were so many comments on that answer. Um, one of the people said the direct answer is regardless um, of the tenant being a nuisance, um, of regardless of the tenant being a nuisance, uh, sorry, the landlord cannot raise the rent every time you have them repair something. Your lease starts with what the rent is. That being said, they can refuse to renew your lease or they can raise the rent after your lease is up. They can also refuse to make repairs that does not involve um, your house being habitable. Um, or they can bill you for said repairs. I'm guessing that that's what they're doing. Not raising the rent, but adding on the cost of the repairs. You best talk to your landlord um, or um, or a landlord-tenant lawyer. So then uh, JM, which is the moderator for the eviction space, said, not sure what you intended to comment. Not sure if you intended to comment or mine or the OP, but if it's mine, you might have noticed that I said our lease was expired, which means it is now considered a month-to-month agreement. So then, guys, have to understand, the landlord can raise the rent once the lease expires. The landlords can raise the rent once the lease expires. And so if you're in a month-to-month lease, you can get a, you can get an increase every month. If you're in a year lease, you can get an increase after you know that lease has expired six month lease so on and so on as soon as your lease has expired the landlord can raise the rent and people have to understand that and as a matter of fact post pandemic people are seeing that a lot so much so that a lot of families are being evicted or being forced out of their rental units because the prices um, I want to say that's an inflation on the rental prices across the United States Right, and so um, someone else goes on to answer. That is a long answer. I'm telling you guys to go to the eviction space on Quora. Go to my eviction space on Quora and read all of these answers. I will uh, remind you of the question. The question is, my landlord raises my rent every time I have them fix anything. Is this legal? It is not legal if they're raising the rent every time you have to, you ask them to fix anything. It is legal for them to raise the rent once your lease has expired, okay? Landlords are people too. I, I always remind people, you can be a landlord. And so then my moderator, uh, JM, he said, who is currently a landlord, he just gave his example of a tenant that was asking him to come over every week for trivial things like trivial things and things like um 
a scuff mark on the wall or they want, you know, um, softer light bulbs, things like that. And so if you're one of those tenants that think the landlord is supposed to do, um, move your furniture, um, you want to change your furniture around, you want the landlord to move it, move the furniture, uh, you, you can't do that. You have a certain amount of responsibilities. And that's why I always tell the members of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, read your lease. Read your lease. Read your lease. That is a contract. When you go into a lease, that's a contract, right? It's up to you to read that lease because once you sign it, it is a binding contract. There is, um, and then in the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we always give tenants, if we have a member from any state, well, we make sure it's a requirement for them to take our tenants' rights classes because you need to know your rights as a tenant and the landlord rights. You're going into a contract. When you sign your name on anything, you need to know what's in and out of that contract. So this is my show. um, And I thank you guys for listening. I implore you to go to my space, Eviction, Eviction, and read this question. I am going to pin this question. Um, I'm actually going to, not only will I pin it, Let's see. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pin it to the space now. Not only will I pin it to the space, so then that will be the first question uh, that you see when you go to the space. I'll also try to put a link to the question in the description of this podcast. Thank you guys for watching. Um, I always say watching. You know what? I'm speaking that into existence. You guys are going to be watching me on TV soon, okay? You're going to be streaming me and seeing me face-to-face soon because I keep saying watching it. And let me tell you, your words have power. Every time you speak something into the atmosphere, if it don't happen today, you spoke it, whether it's good or bad, it is going to happen Um I, you know, I just want to digress a minute and say a lot of things that you're going through right now, um, you can, if you just sit back and remember the first time you possibly said something or you thought something was going to happen and you told a friend or a family member or a confidant or whatever, you, you told them what you thought and then it eventually happened. Most of the things that you're going through today, you can backtrack on when you first said it. I mean, words are seeds, right? And some seeds take longer to grow. But once you put those words out of your mind, out of your mouth, they will grow. That's why I tell my members and I post on my personal Facebook page all the time, positive stuff because positive seeds are what you want to plant, Don't go around telling people, oh, this is happening, this bad thing is happening, that bad thing is happening, or I think this bad thing is going to happen, or that bad thing is going to happen. Those are seeds, and seeds grow. And sometimes seeds, I mean, it takes longer for some seeds to grow, but they will grow. All of the words that you speak out of your mouth will grow happen. Okay, thank you guys for listening. I had to digress right there because I think that is so important. So, 
Thank you guys for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady. And I will be back with you next Friday.